Have you ever been excited about a big idea or felt motivated to act on a cause that really lights a fire beneath you? But then the fear of judgment, not knowing the next steps, and just overall self-doubt get in your way? Then you are in the right place. Hello friends, and welcome to Driving Well Indigenous. I'm your host, Jill Featherstone. In this podcast, we will hear from movers and shakers and change makers who are out there doing the work and have come to share their stories to help make our journeys just a little bit more easier. So buckle up and let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome to today's podcast. So today's podcast is going to be a solo cast and the topic is affirmations. Hmm fun. All right. When I was first deciding to do a podcast, when I was first getting ready to do a podcast, I had this list of like pros and cons. And there was only two things on my con list. And one of them was vulnerability. And I had this fear of just opening myself up to a level of vulnerability on such a huge platform. Uh, And that really scared me. And the topic that I want to talk about today does open me up to be vulnerable because in order to relay the message that I have for you, I have to share personal stories uh, and personal struggles. And, you know, I, I do share things like this in my workshops, but it doesn't come until I've built up this relationship over a period of a period of days. and. And I feel comfortable in that space to share. So I think now is a great time for for me to share on this platform with you. Because we are 10 or so episodes in. And if you're still here, then we have already formed a relationship. And we've already formed trust. I'm ready to open myself up in hopes that what I have to share will help you in some way. And I'm ready to do that. Okay, so let's talk about affirmations. An affirmation, if you don't already know what it is, but I know some of you do them already, but an affirmation is a statement that we make about our life or anything that we believe exists or is true. We make affirmations all the time. We make them every day. But a lot of the time we don't realize that we're making them. And a lot of the times we're making them, but they're negative. So I'm going to give you an example. We all have this internal dialogue that in our minds, like we talk to ourselves all day long. The second that we wake up to the minute that we go to bed, we have this internal dialogue. And a lot of the times it's negative because we say things like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so broke. I'm so lazy. I'm so overweight. I'm so unhappy. I'm so angry. So we have these words and these statements that we're making in our minds, but they're negative. And those are affirmations. Those are statements that we are making that we believe exist or that are true. And the thing is, what we're doing is we're affirming all of these negative things in our lives all day long. You know, we look at it in the mirror. I look so tired. I'm so old. I'm so this, or we look at our bank accounts. Oh, I'm so broke. Oh, I can't, I can't do this. I can't afford that. And it's just like this negative on repeat (laughs) is like, you're putting this negative message on repeat to yourself. It's because we've been conditioned to, to do that. 
Like if I were to challenge you to spend the day listening to the uh, internal dialogue that goes on in your mind and, you know, make a little tick every time you find something negative, you'd be really surprised at what you came up with in the end. I used to have negative affirmations in my life all day long. And I used to be somebody that was the victim, you know, oh, poor me, everything's happening to me. I can never catch a break. Nothing is ever going right. Just this pity party. And what I didn't realize is that a lot of it I was bringing on to myself with the negative affirmations. Because what happens is that when we repeat something to ourselves over and over again, we are strengthening that pathway in our brain. We're telling our brain that this is true. This is my life. This is what I want. Because the part of our brain that it's getting stored in, that those messages are getting stored in, is our subconscious, the subconscious part of our brain. And our subconscious part of the brain doesn't have, you know, the ability to decipher right or wrong. It only has the ability to carry out the instructions that we give it. So what we're doing is we're telling our brain, I'm broke. I'm unhappy. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm stupid. Those types of things. And, and I know that may sound harsh and that's just an example, but realistically, those are a lot of the things that play throughout people's minds on the daily. So let's look at that a little bit closer. Let's think about, um, you know, whenever you repeat something, that's how you create a habit, whether it's a negative habit or a positive habit. So if we do something, you know, every day, you know, our brain becomes hardwired to want that, to go in that direction every day. Let's take it like an addiction, for example. So if you if you suffer from an addiction, if you have an addiction to anything, when you get up in the morning, that's the first thing that you think about. And it's on your mind all day long until you you can feed that addiction. And it's like your brain wants to go in that direction. So let's say, for example, you wake up in the morning and you want a cigarette, but you don't have any cigarettes and you don't have any money. Your brain is going to kick into overdrive and it's just going to kick into work for you. And it's going to start giving you all types of ideas as to where to find smokes. Who can I call? Where can I find money? Who owes me money? Even to the point of if you get really desperate, your brain will start saying like, well, what can I sell? you know, for my addiction or what can I do to get this? Because your brain wants to provide that for you. You know, our brains are the most powerful, powerful tools in this universe. Like we can never underestimate the power of our brain and the power of what it can do for us. Like just to give you an example, like if you, if you look at everything that we have in this world, like the cell phone, our cell phones are the product of somebody's imagination. Our skyscrapers, our buildings are the product of somebody's imagination, somebody's brain. We have so much ability and capability within ourselves if we just trust ourselves enough to put faith in ourselves. So never underestimate the power of your brain because your brain wants to help you. Your brain wants to carry out the instructions that you're giving it and your brain wants to help you. But if you're filling your brain all day with lack, I'm never going to get out of debt. I just can't catch a break. You know, it happens for some people, but it's not going to happen for me. Like if we're constantly filling our, our brains with those types of messages, well, guess what? That's what your brain is going to give back to you. 
your all powerful brain is going to hand that over to you. And it seems like it's a never ending cycle of lack. And you know, one, one bad thing after another, it's because our brains believe that that's what we want. So I'm just explaining it the way that I understand it. And you know, there's a lot of science, a lot of research, neuroscience that backs up, you know, the power of your subconscious mind, the power of visual visualization, the power of affirmations. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with activating our reticular activating system and our limbic system. But I don't want to go into the sciencey stuff, but I have done, you know, my research and because I'm somebody that if you tell me something, I'm, I'm just not going to believe it. I'm just too skeptic for that and or too skeptical for that. So I like to have some type of like science-based research. So like I'm, I'm always reading books. And so I just, I don't want to get into the sciencey stuff, but I just want to explain it in the way that I, that I understand and in a way that I can help you to understand. Okay. So we know that we are making affirmations all day long, you know, statements about our life, but usually they're negative. So what we need to do is we need to start making statements about our life that are more positive, even if we don't believe it. Like, you know, if, if we're feeling broke or if we're feeling overweight or if we're feeling unworthy and, you know, to just to say to yourself, I am abundant, I am worthy, I am fit and physically healthy to say that even when we feel that it's not true, it almost seems like we're, we're lying to ourselves. But what we're trying to do is, in a sense, we're trying to trick our brain into believing that it's true. Because if we repeat affirmations to ourselves, if we constantly over and over tell ourselves, I am beautiful, I am worthy, I am smart, I am successful, I am happy. If we say that those things to ourselves over and over again, repetition leads to belief. And once we start to believe something, it becomes a deep conviction. And we begin to move ourselves in that direction because we begin to believe it. So we begin to move our lives in that direction. I'm going to give you an example of a couple of the times that I've used affirmations in my life. When I was in university, um, I became an overachiever. And, you know, the reason that I became an overachiever was because I spent a, a lot of, you know, my school age years being told that I wasn't good enough, uh, being ignored, um, being treated like my voice didn't matter. So when I got into university, you know, I figured the only way that I'm going to be important or viewed as somebody that's important is if I have letters behind my name, if I have degrees and I started, you know, chasing money. I started chasing status. Um, I started trying to climb, you know, really fast in where whatever organization that I worked for, I was always climbing. And I figured that those things would, would make me important. So during that time, you know, I was really ambitious. I set a lot of goals for myself. And one of my really big goals that I set was to become a university professor. 
And I figured that would probably happen when I was like maybe in my 50s or my or 60s. But when that, what ended up happening is I reached that goal by the time I was 31. So by the time I was, you know, 30, 31 years old, I had already reached all of the really big goals that I set for my life. Uh, I got my master's degree. I became a university professor. I earned the salary that I, I had set out for myself. You know, the whole thing, the house, the car, all that, all that stuff. So I was like, okay, well, 31 years old, uh, I reached all my goals and that's it. I'm not going to set any more goals. I'm just going to live life. And that was it. And, and, you know, that's what I did. I just lived my life. I didn't set any more goals. I didn't have anything that I was working towards. And when you don't have something that you're working towards, you start looking for distractions. And that's what I did. Have you ever heard the quote from Albert Einstein? He said, life is like riding a bicycle. In order to keep your balance, you must keep moving. So I thought about that. And, you know, like when you stop pedaling, you eventually slow down, you come to a stop and you fall over. And I could see that happening in my life. It's because I wasn't working towards anything, I was beginning to fall. And for me, I like to um, think of it in terms of water. I'm a water sign. So just everything about water intrigues me. And, and I think about water, like when we have, you know, flowing rivers, you know, they're fresh, they're, they're moving, they're raging, they're vibrant. And when we have water that's still, you know, that's, that isn't moving, it becomes stagnant, you know, the bad stuff just starts to settle in, the yucky stuff starts to settle in. Um, and I think about that, and I can relate it to life. Because when we're still when we're not doing anything, when we're not working towards anything, when we're not moving, you know, that's when you know, the bad stuff starts to settle in, we start looking for distractions in our life, things to fill our time with. And I started doing that for myself. So I started filling my time with drinking, smoking and gambling. So how how it went for me was, you know, I had my kids at home, I had a I had a good job, I had a house and a partner and I always prided myself on being a good mom. But when 10 o'clock would roll around, all my kids were in bed, you know, I did all my wifely and house duties and I thought, okay, well, this is my time. I'm going to treat myself and I would go out. So uh, sometimes I'd like, I'd go to the slots or I'd go to a lounge where I could smoke and gamble. And, you know, it's winter time much of the year. So it's like you, I want to be in a space where I can smoke inside, um, which was usually like a bar. And, you know, some nights I would drink and what started happening was, you know, I would have a good time and stay out really late. And then I would have to get up and go to work the next day. So I was getting to bed at around like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, getting maybe about four hours of sleep and then having to get up, get the kids ready, get them to school, get myself to work, spend the whole day at work, come home, make supper, do laundry, um, clean the house, you know, whatever needed to be done. And then when evening would roll around again, so instead of going to bed, like I should have, because I'm exhausted by then, I would get my second wind. And then I would 
start rationalizing this in my mind again and saying to myself, well, I, I deserve this. You know, I'm, I'm a good mom. I work really hard. I'm just going to go treat myself. And then I would go out again. And what was happening was I would start to do this more and more and more until like when you, you repeatedly do something, it becomes habit. So all of a sudden I'm going out like every night and maybe three nights out of the seven, I'm, I'm also drinking and I'm smoking like a pack of cigarettes a day and running on, you know, four hours, five hours of sleep. So I'm barely getting through the day. Um, when I get home from work, you know, I'm tired and my body is tired mentally, emotionally, I'm tired. So I don't want to cook. So then I start ordering takeout all the time and getting backed up on my housework and backed up on my laundry and grouching out at my partner because I'm cranky and miserable. Then I start, you know, when you don't have enough sleep and you're not drinking water and you're not taking care of yourself, all of a sudden I'm gaining weight at this phenomenal rate. Um, my teeth are starting to, to get rotten because I'm smoking cigarettes, you know, all day long and just not taking care of myself. And I remember one morning looking in the mirror and I was about well, 33 years old and just looking in the mirror and I looked old and haggard before my time and I didn't even recognize myself. I didn't even recognize the person that was staring it back at me. and. I was like, what the hell am I doing? But more importantly, is how am I going to get myself out of this? Because I was so far in to just everything, just that life. That's just that lifestyle. You know, I was so far in, I didn't know how I was going to pull myself out. And I knew it was going to be hard. And that's when I found affirmations. And I decided, okay, um, I'm going to try it out. You know, I have nothing to lose. It's not costing me any money. It's not, you know, I don't have to do anything physical. I just have to find three phrases and repeat them to myself. And that's all I have to do. And I figured, you know what, I'm just going to give it a shot because I don't even know where to begin. And I don't know how I'm going to pull myself out of this dark place. So I've had to think of three things that I wanted for my life. And that's what I'll ask you to do as well is think of three things that you want for your life right now. And at that time, the three things that I wanted for my life was, you know, I wanted to quit all my bad behaviors or at least tone them down. Um, I wanted to start exercising. I needed to, to start getting healthy again and start losing some of that weight that I had put on. And I really wanted to write my book because I have the strong desire to be a writer since I was young and I had all of these ideas, but I didn't have the drive and the focus to, to begin writing. You know, my mind was in such chaos that I couldn't even keep, you know, a proper sentence in my head, let alone try and write a book. And I just really wanted my, my creativity back. So those are the things that I wanted. And so the affirmations that I chose for myself was I want to be healthy because I didn't know what I wanted to quit first. I just, I was like, I don't even know. I just, I just want to be healthy. So I wrote down, I want to be healthy. 
Uh, the second one I wrote down is I want motivation because I wanted to do all of these things. Like I wanted to write, I wanted to exercise, I wanted to, you know, do so many things, but I had to back myself up because I didn't even have the motivation to even start. I didn't even have the motivation to even get myself up on the treadmill or anything. So I was like, you know what? I just got to start with motivation because I need motivation. So I wrote down the second thing I wrote down was I want motivation. And then the third thing I wrote down was I want my creativity back. I just want to be creative again. Because like I said, like I didn't want to write down that I want to write a book because that seemed just so far out of my realm of capabilities at that time, just because of where I was in my life. So I really just needed that spark of creativity to come back in my life. So the things that I wrote down was I want to be creative or I want to be healthy. I want to be motivated and I want to be creative. So the next step is you have to remove the word want. So we need to remove the word want because want means that we don't have it. Want means that it's out of our reach. And you know, want means that we're reaching, we're yearning for it, but we don't actually have a hold of it. And we have to replace the word want with something that is more, um, feels more like it belongs to us. So you can replace it with like, I am, I can, I have, I intend, I will. One of those types of words. Because what we're going to do is we're going to repeat this new phrase to ourselves, and we're going to, like, in a sense, trick our brain into believing that this exists for us and this is true for us. So I said my new affirmations were I am healthy, I am motivated, and I am creative. And I wrote that down and I decided, okay, I am going to start repeating these three things to myself every day. And of course I didn't do it every day because, you know, we forget, but anytime that I remembered, I would just have this running through my mind. I'm healthy. I'm motivated. I'm creative. I'm healthy. I'm motivated. I'm creative. And I would start doing it at night before I went to bed, when I woke up in the morning, when I was brushing my teeth, you know, if I was doing the dishes, just any time that I had some, some time to myself, I would start repeating these affirmations. I'm healthy. I'm motivated. I'm creative. And what ended up happening is probably about within six months, maybe even for about four to six months, my life had completely changed. It kind of just took this 180 and I quit smoking and I haven't smoked since. So I quit smoking. I remember that day I let my kids flush my cigarettes down the toilet. Um, it, I had just had enough and, um, it, it was a long time coming. Like I had done practice quitting for years. That's where you say you quit, but you, you know, you keep that emergency pack of cigarettes, you know, in your purse or something. And even though they're all dried out because they sat there for two weeks, you know that they're there. So I, um, but this time I was like, I was done. I let my kids flush my cigarettes and because I wasn't smoking anymore, you know, I didn't have the urge to, you know, run out to the places where I could go smoke in comfort. So then I was, um, you know, not running out and staying out late. So I was getting to bed early and because I was getting to bed early, 
you know, I started getting energy to get up earlier in the morning and get on the treadmill. So then I would get on the treadmill in, in, in the mornings, uh, most mornings, and I ended up losing 20 pounds because usually sometimes when you quit smoking, you gain weight. It was the opposite for me. It's because I was getting time and energy. And so I was getting up on my treadmill and because I was getting a good night's sleep and I was, you know, healthier and more energetic, you know, I had more energy for my kids. I had more energy for my husband, um, more, more energy for my housework and other things in my life. And because I was um, finding this balance of, you know, healthy in my mind and in my body, my creativity started coming back. You know, I opened up this pathway for, you know, for the creative energies to start flowing again. And uh, that's when I started writing the tale of Tiger Lily. And I also started writing a couple other books and, you know, the ideas started coming so fast that my hand couldn't even keep up with, you know, my pen couldn't even keep up with my ideas because they were, they were, they were just flowing. And, um, you know, it all started with, with just, you know, three simple affirmations and just needing a starting place. So now I don't want to say that if you employ affirmations into your life, your life is going to change. You know, it's not the be all and end all. It's not the, um, the answer to all of life's problems. But what I'm giving you is a starting point. If there's something that you need in your life and you just need a starting point and you know, affirmations are a great starting point because they, they can build onto other things. And when, once I found affirmations, I began to build onto other things. I began incorporating other things into my life, such as, uh, gratitude practices, self-love, appreciation. Um, and those are some topics that I will talk about in the next, um, coming episodes definitely be talking about gratitude very soon but um it snowballs into other things so i began to add more affirmations into my life one of the affirmations that i did for myself was i always thought of myself as somebody that didn't have a lot of charisma and i really really admired people that had charisma you know that had this that people were naturally gravitated towards you and you know, I really admired that in people. So I started repeating this affirmation to myself. I am a woman with a powerful message and I radiate positive energy wherever I go. And I would say that to myself. I am a woman with a powerful message and I radiate positivity everywhere I go. I radiate positive energy everywhere I go. And, you know, I would say it over and over again. And one evening I was in Thompson, Manitoba. I was uh, teaching an evening class and it was just a computer class. It was typically just a dry computer. Can't really get really creative, you know, teaching computers. So I was teaching the class. It went from six to nine and at nine o'clock at night, class was over. And I said to everybody, I was like, okay, class is over, you know, have a good night. And then nobody, nobody moved. Everybody just sat there. And then I was like, okay, class is over. <laughs> See you guys later. And then one of the ladies in the, in the class, she just piped up and she said, we don't even want to leave. 
She said, you, you make us feel so good about ourselves. You just radiate so much positive energy. We just want to stay in your presence. And let me tell you, that was probably one of the best compliments that I've ever received in, in my entire life, like in my entire teaching career is just that, you know, I, for them just to be in my presence because I made them feel good about themselves. That does it for me. But it also gave me validation that my affirmations were working. And I have done so, so many affirmations in my life and I continue to do them to this day. Um, another one of the affirmations or set of affirmations that I would do is I would just look in the mirror and I would just tell myself, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're funny, you're successful, you're worthy, you're important. Um, and I would just, you know, when I would look in the mirror, I would say those things to myself. And in the beginning, I wouldn't say them out loud because I thought it sounded silly, you know, to stand there and look at yourself and say these things. I really thought it sounded silly. So I would just say it in my mind. But I would do that because I realized when I looked in the mirror, I pointed out all my flaws. I pointed out my lines, my wrinkles, my white hair, double chin, like the, the blemishes in my skin, my weight. I pointed out everything. And I realized like, I, I can't do that to myself. You know, I can't keep telling myself all of these, these things, because I realized that if I continue to tell myself all of these things, then I'm going to believe them. And I didn't like mirrors I didn't like seeing full body shots of myself I didn't like you know full body mirrors and so I just started saying that to myself and noticing that when I looked in the mirror if I had the negative impulse to put myself down I would flip it I would flip it I would flip the dialogue and I would say no you're beautiful you're healthy your your body is keeping you alive and I would just say, I would just say those things to myself. And, you know, one day I was walking through, walking by this like department store and those great big department store windows. And you just get like this, you know, full body shot of yourself. And what happened in that moment is I saw myself and I smiled and I was like, what, why am I smiling? And it was so automatic, like just this huge smile on my face. And I was like, wow. You know, nothing about my physical appearance had changed. Nothing about my weight had changed. Um, but the only thing that did change was what was going on in my head. You know, I no longer disliked the person that was staring back at me. And I realized that my affirmations were working. Like I was learning to love who I saw. And I was doing this exercise actually just last week in a workshop. Um, I have this exercise and I bring mirrors and I ask people to look at themselves and, you know, tell, tell me what they see. And sometimes it's really powerful and people break down in tears and they can't even look at themselves and they have to put the mirror down. And when I was doing the exercise and I was, I didn't bring this up, but what I noticed for myself was when I looked in the mirror, when I was just giving the, um, the instructions is I smiled as soon as I saw myself. I loved who I saw and, you know, and it's not that I, I think of myself as just this beautiful human being. Well, actually, I guess I do because that's what I saw. What I meant to say is try not to be conceited 
It's like, I don't want to ever feel like I'm somebody that's conceited, but I know that I used to hate who I saw. And I know that I, I know that. And just when I saw myself in the mirror, it was just reaffirming to me that I really do love the person that's staring back at me in this mirror. And it's automatic. I don't have to force a smile. It's, it's there. And that comes with a lot of practice and self-love. But if these are some tools that I can give to you to start employing into your life, start practicing them, choose three, choose three things that you want for your life right now. And they could be anything, material things. It could be, you know, something, a way that you want to feel. It could be your dream for, for yourself or your future, but just anything. Choose three things and turn them into affirming statements, statements that you believe are true. Remove the word want and, you know, really affirm, I have these things. I am these things. These belong to me. Even if you don't have them already, you know, you can tell yourself that you have them already because you can tell yourself that I do have this. I just don't have it yet, but it is mine. It's coming to me. And I believe that it's coming. It may not be here yet, but it is mine. And start saying those, you know, those, um, those statements to yourself, you know, start repeating them and you'll, you won't remember to do them every day, but eventually, you know, you'll, you'll remember to do them more often. You could even put them on post-it notes and put them on your mirror. You can write them down and put them as a screensaver so that every time you open your phone, that's what you see right away you know, I am worthy. I am, you know, whatever it is that you, that you choose to, to affirm. And also next time you look in the mirror, tell yourself, I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am important. My voice deserves to be heard. Do that for yourself. Talk to yourself the way that you would talk to somebody that you love, because when you love somebody, you know, you don't put them down so that we shouldn't do that to ourselves. All right, my friends, that was your homework. And I would love to hear your feedback. If you are doing affirmations already, you know, tell me what your affirmations are and tag me in a post or tell me a story about how affirmations changed your life. And if you're somebody that hasn't done affirmations before and this is something new that you're going to try, write down your affirmations, begin saying them, and then, you know, tag me a couple months from now and let me know how it goes. Please share with a friend if you found this message helpful or useful. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening and I hope you were able to find a takeaway from this episode. Don't forget to share with a friend who may need some motivation today or share on your social media and inspire all your friends. And if you'd like some live inspiration, join us on December 2nd in Winnipeg at our live event. Just visit www.jillfeatherstone.com for details. Bye for now.